Welcome to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. We are delighted that you are here because this is for you. We do this to help you find and live your purpose, the good purpose that's uniquely yours. Because when you find it, everything starts to just fall into place. You're happier, you're more peaceful, you have better relationships with good people. It is remarkable what happens when you are living in the sweet middle of your purpose, the purpose that you've been perfectly matched to live. The great news is you're in the right place to find it. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast, where we talk about the purpose for your life and how you can find it and how you can live it and how that changes everything. You have the power to create a life that you love. And if you happen to be in a situation where you're living a life that you hate right now, then that might sound ridiculous. It might sound crazy to you. But it's the truth. You have the power to create an amazing life, the life you were born to live. Now, if you don't feel like you have the power, I completely understand that. I went a lot of years of my life feeling like uh, I was a pinball in a pinball machine, just basically subject to whatever came at me, whatever hit me. And I felt like a lot of things hit me. Um, it, and it was really hard. So I don't mean to diminish whatever it is that you're going through right now, whatever you've been through throughout your life. But what I do want to do is I want to share with you what I learned that changed everything for me. It, it's the knowledge that gives you your power back and then some. And once you have that, you then, you, create the life that you were born to live, that you deserve to have with all of the peace and joy and which is so much deeper than just superficial happiness. Good relationships, sense of wellness and contentedness, and then the financial provision to do whatever you were created to do. So the way that you get this power is essentially you agree to receive it from God. You were created in the image of God. That's what the Bible says. Okay. So along with being created in God's image, you have free will. That's power. If you just, if we just stopped right there and just talked about the free will that you have, 
You can control your thoughts. You can control your words. You can control your attitude. You can control your behaviors. You have so much control. Control is power. And then on top of that, there's power available to you from God, from your creator. In the Bible, in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8, it's a record of the very last words that Jesus spoke before he ascended into heaven. Now, if we think about the things that Jesus said, of course, every single word that he said was not recorded. Um, He, at least it's my impression, that he chose his words carefully. And so for him to make a statement, the very last recorded statement, I find it very significant. What he said was, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses to the end of the earth. You will receive power. So the power comes from the Holy Spirit. And so let's talk a little bit about power because I think, you know, a lot of us have kind of the Western civilization idea of power, uh, meaning, you know, we're large and in charge and, and we throw out the orders. And, uh, and, and so, you know, that certainly is a a form of power, but let's go a little deeper. The power of the Holy Spirit helps us, guides us, gives us wisdom. There's another scripture somewhere. I can't tell you where it is right at this moment that says that, that, that God teaches us unknowable things. Think about that. So God's own spirit is the best mentor will ever have the best coach will ever have um you know it's god <laughs> he can give us ideas that would never that we would have never conjured up on our own he can give us courage he can empower us to perform acts of service to create uh, innovations, inventions. He can give us the power to withstand difficulties, to overcome obstacles and challenges, 
the power of God gives us transformative strength to find our purpose and live our purpose and accomplish, fulfill our purpose. And I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. When you're doing exactly what you were born to do, oh my goodness, the feeling that you get of knowing, you you just know that you know that you know that you are needed, you're valuable, you're, you're necessary to the situation. In all of that, Feelings of inadequacy and lack of self-esteem and competing with others and, and jealousy and envy, all of that melts away. Because when you're right where you're supposed to be and you're doing what you were made to do, you're a genius at it. So it doesn't matter what you're not good at. You're amazing at the thing that you were meant to do and made to do. And the one who can whisper into your ear uh, what it is and give you direction on where to go, what job to take, where to live, who to meet, which direction to drive to work that you accidentally, you know, wind up at the same intersection with somebody else or riding in the same elevator with somebody else, meeting the people that, are necessary to the advancement of your purpose. The only one who can do that is God. Now, you know, I don't know what your faith situation is. Um, I know that I've met people who sort of challenged me on that idea that the only one who can give you all of that direction and wisdom is God. And You know, so some people uh, want to talk to the psychic and some people want to um, listen to the what the tarot card reader has to say. And then some people want to, you know, do the crystals or, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. Work the Ouija board. You name it. Okay. well, listen, there are absolutely other spirits out there that are not the Holy Spirit. Uh, they don't necessarily have your best interests at heart. They may actually know something. They may actually be able to tell you something and uh, that that you know the, that nobody else knows. But that doesn't mean that it's the right guidance. There are evil spirits in the world who would like nothing better than to misdirect you, lead you away from your purpose. Because the ancient enemy and his demons don't want any of us to fulfill God's purpose for our lives. They're in direct opposition to us. Jesus said, that we have an enemy who came to kill, steal, and destroy. Kill our hopes and dreams. Steal our destinies. 
destroy our purposes. But Jesus said that he came that we might have life and life more abundantly and eternal life. So it's a pretty clear choice, really. And it is a choice. God takes the risk every day that we can turn away from him. Really think about that. He takes the risk that we can break up with him and end our relationship. He gives us that opportunity. We can acknowledge that he's there and then go about our life and not pay any attention to him. And a lot of us do that. We can disavow any kind of belief that he exists. It doesn't make it so, but we get to do that. We can decide that all of this is nonsense. Um, you know, I, I prayed I prayed for this one not to die and, and God didn't answer my prayer and the person died. So therefore there is no God. <laughs> well, oh gosh. If your prayer wasn't answered, God has a different plan. He does answer a lot of our prayers. I've personally experienced so many miracles. I'm going to write a book about it one day, but it's going to be a long book because I've experienced a lot of answered prayer, a lot of miracles. But, you know, there are a lot of people who, well, I, this is going to sound harsh, but who like a, a two-year-old having a temper tantrum say, God didn't answer my prayers, and so therefore there is no God, and I'm turning my back, and this is all nonsense. It's basically saying, I didn't get my way, and so therefore I'm out. I've known people, too, who were harmed by people who had a cross around their neck. It's sad when you think about somebody walking away from God and the relationship that can be there. The partnership, the collaboration, the cooperation, um, the power in fulfilling that person's purpose, all of that that could be there by just choosing to believe and suspending disbelief and saying, okay, God, I want to hear from you. I want your help. I want, I want to do life with you and really self-actualize, really be the most and the best that I can be. And I know that I can only do that with the creator of the universe. But for those who decide not to do that, who just walk away because they've been hurt in the church, they've been hurt by a Christian or somebody who said they were a Christian, by the way, they're probably doing it wrong if they hurt you, uh, or you didn't get your prayer answered, or you come from a long line of atheists who say anybody who have any has any faith like that are just idiots. 
you know, whatever is your, is a reason to not believe. All of those are just really stumbling blocks. And what we have to understand is that the way God thinks, the thoughts that he thinks, the things that he does are so much higher. They're beyond our ability to understand. And when you, when you really get that, you know, still it might not be easy to accept something that, that you didn't want to have happen. But you can. You can accept it. And not allow whatever that was to interfere with you moving forward into the fulfillment of God's purpose for your life. The way that God's power shows up in the lives of Christians, there are so many ways. I would say the first one is probably guidance and wisdom. God's Holy Spirit can give you a sense of peace about I mean it can be as it can be as mundane as which which job offer you should take which company you should apply to work for if you're looking for some place to live which place where you god's guidance and wisdom can help you make important decisions that move you toward the fulfillment of of his purpose for your life. I mean, I could give you a million different examples, but I mean, the simplest is just, you know, God leading you to move here instead of there. Because over here, your next door neighbor is going to be somebody who works for this company who's going to mention to you, oh my gosh, we're hiring, you know, and, and maybe you go to work there and maybe that's exactly where you're supposed to be. Or maybe that uh, uh, somebody that you meet because you went to work at this place or, or went to live at that place winds up being your best friend, winds up being the person that you spend the rest of your life with. You never know. And it can all come down to God's guidance, wisdom. It's supernatural. Something that that you don't have. I mean, what's the alternative? If you're deciding between this place and this place, and uh, the costs are the same, and uh, the commute time to commute to work is the same, uh, I don't know. This one has three trees, and that one has two trees. You know, whatever that whatever you're looking at for where you want to live. I mean, you can make that decision based on just purely natural. Uh, deciding factors you can flip a coin uh whatever you want to do but imagine imagine choosing incorrectly now it doesn't mean that your you know life is going to go down the tubes gosh but what if it meant that 
going to live over here means that one day driving home, uh, you're in a fatal car accident. I don't know. I know that probably sounds like it's way out there to you, but just think about it. God knows the beginning from the end. God knows who's going to live next door to you. God knows everything, right? God has a higher picture, a bigger picture of all of the details. And it could be that leading you to be one place as opposed to the other is the thing that saves your life. God knows how to manage the risks and realities that we face here in this life with the challenges that we face, with the things that happen. Um, Another way that God's power can work in our life is spiritual strength, an inner strength, a, a sense of faith and hope. When you're facing challenges, when you're facing trials, really hard times, really painful stuff, God's Holy Spirit can help you dig deep and get in touch with that resilience that's inside of you that you need to get through really hard times. Another way that God's Holy Spirit can connect us to the power that's within us and can empower us is through the spiritual gifts and talents that he's given us. All of the gifts and the talents that we just naturally have because God wove them into the fabric of our being when he created us in our mother's womb. Okay, so these are things that um, you didn't go to school to learn. You really can't take any credit for any of it because they're things that God gave you. I mean, I guess you can take credit for uh, exercising your free will to use your gifts and talents. Uh, But these are the things that allow us to help others, to be of service to others. It's, It's the power that we have to bring a healing touch to others, to give a word of encouragement. To to say something positive over somebody's life that encourages them and empowers them to and uplifts them to keep going. This is probably my favorite way that God empowers us. We know that God's personality is loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentle, self-control. All of these things are part of um, what we know about who God is. These are the evidences of God's Holy Spirit. 
So when we receive God's Holy Spirit, when we say, okay, I'm, I want you in my life. I want to cooperate with you, collaborate with you. I want you to help me find and live your purpose, the purpose that you created and perfectly matched me to live. Then what happens is you're really inviting the Holy Spirit to accompany you on the journey. So when God's Holy Spirit is with you, within you, you become more loving, more joyful, more peaceful, more patient, kinder. You become good and faithful, gentle, and you have a much greater degree of self-control than you would without God's Holy Spirit. This power cannot be overstated because no matter what our purpose is, we need these things, these powerful things in our life. Because when we are more loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, when we're a better person, we're easier to work with, which means people want to be with us. They want to work with us. They want to come alongside and help us succeed. We will always rise higher, faster, get ahead when we have these character traits in our lives. And the greater degree that we have them, the faster we move forward into God's purpose for our lives. Uh, another one is um, God's Holy Spirit empowers us with courage and boldness. We can find the strength to do whatever we have to do. And that can be really tough. It can be tough to boldly proclaim our faith, for example, to people who don't believe. It takes courage to risk offending other people, to risk our reputation to risk upsetting people by sharing the good news of, of Jesus and the power that's involved even in the name of Jesus, in faith that Jesus is our Savior. That's what, that's what the word gospel means, is good news. It's, it's really standing up for what we believe in. That courage and boldness empowers us in every kind of situation, hostile situations, challenges, health problems, financial problems, relationship problems, in just about every kind of a, a challenge, 
problem, difficulty that we face, there will come a point where we need courage to get through. And we have the power and access to God's power to be able to do that. The power of God in our life literally transforms our character. If we will walk with God uh, for, for any length of time, eventually we will become more humble, more compassionate, more forgiving, merciful. We'll become transformed. We become better people. And isn't that necessary to the full actualization of who we were meant to be? God's Holy Spirit can empower us to create community and unity in our families, in our neighborhoods, in our communities. We're not supposed to do life alone. And God's Holy Spirit can help us to build strong and supportive communities that foster love and unity among us. And that in itself is attractive to people who don't necessarily believe. But then they see what we have and they want it for themselves. God's Holy Spirit, the power of God, can bring us comfort and inner peace, especially during times of grief and loss and distress. The reality is, in this life, in this broken and fallen world, we will have plenty of opportunities to be distressed, to grieve. There's so much evil. There's so much wrong in the world. And we could just get swallowed up in the sadness of all of it. But God's power comforts us, gives us peace, which, which sort of shores us up so that we can keep moving down the path of doing our part. See, if, if every person, imagine 7 billion people on earth, if every person was pursuing their purpose, to the exclusion of all else. They're doing the good in the world they were created to do. The whole world would be a better place. Think of it. There wouldn't be the evil of human trafficking. There wouldn't be the evil of selling drugs to children. There wouldn't be the evil of domestic violence. There wouldn't be bullying. There wouldn't be, you know, tearing others apart, tearing people down. There wouldn't be any of that. 
if we were all doing what God created us to do, the power of God can strengthen us to move forward toward that goal. And when we do that, we're modeling for everybody within our influence how that's done. God's power is a source of strength and guidance for us to live out our faith, engage in our mission, share our faith, show our faith to others. And the way we access that power and stay connected to it is to plug in. I mean, if you think about plugging in an appliance, plug in a toaster, now the toaster works, right? Unplug it. It's still a toaster sitting on the counter, but it's not going to do anything. The way we access this power is through prayer. And it's not one and done. Uh, prayer is, it's you know, it's more like a shower. <laughs> you have to take a shower every day. Take a shower today, you're going to need one again tomorrow. You, it, you have to engage, plug in, stay plugged in, communicate with God. Let God know your needs. Give God permission to lead you and guide you. Because God gave us free will. He's never going to force himself on you. He's not going to force his plans on you. But when you say, okay, God, I don't know what to do. I want to believe. Help me with my unbelief. Help me to suspend my disbelief, unbelief, skepticism, whatever we want to call it. And help me to hear from you. Lead me. Guide me. What do you want me to do? From this point forward, how can I connect with your power? And then listen. Pay attention to the ideas that pop into your head. God can speak to you in a multitude of ways. Now, the easiest, the most direct, the most straightforward is to open up the Bible. And I I like the book of John uh, as a as a place to start. Uh, but you know, God can speak to us through the words of others. That's why it's important to find other Christians and be in relationship with with other people who maybe are further along in their faith and have sort of worked out some of the questions or concerns that you have or have just lived longer, you know, and have dealt with some of the things that you're dealing with. Um, and let me just say, I mean, if you don't have a Bible, there's the Bible app. It's free. You can um, you can have a scripture texted to you every day. You can um, 
listen to Bible studies that help you understand what is meant, you know, by what you read. So there, there are lots and lots of resources now. But God can speak to you through a line in a movie, uh, lyrics of a, of a song on the radio. I mean, there are lots of ways that God can speak to you. But the best way to know whether or not it's God or some other influence that's not good uh, is to know what God says in, in his word in the Bible. Is the Bible is a handbook for us that provides God guidelines. In fact, the book of Proverbs is another great one to look at. There's there are 31 Proverbs. And uh, so there's one for every day of the month. So the bottom line to all this is that you have power. You have access to unlimited power i mean really think about that um we can't really wrap our minds around that but but we have access to god's unlimited power wow you can do whatever you were created to do when you're plugged into the power of God. He will provide the right people, the right resources, the right opportunities at exactly the right time if you just allow him to. That's up to you. It's your free will. All right, that's it for this week. I'll see you next time. Hey, you, yes, you, I think you're awesome. And if you're not sure about that, then I want you to have a copy of my book, How to Get to Awesome, 101 Ways to Find Your Best Self. I want you to have it so badly that right now I have it offered on my website with free shipping for half off. It is only $6.48. Go to Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, click on books and get yourself a copy of How to Get to Awesome. Have you thought about writing a book, but you just kind of don't know where to start? Or maybe you don't have the time? If that's you, I have good news for you. I created an online self-paced micro-learning course that breaks everything down. My formula for writing a book in days instead of weeks or months or years. It breaks everything down into small, bite-sized pieces that are manageable, that you can get done. You can write your book, and you should, because your story matters. What you've learned along the way matters and can help other people. My online course will teach you about publishing and marketing, as well as writing and editing and getting your book out there. We'll even talk a little bit about public speaking and media. Go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G and click on online courses. Scroll down to write your book in days and start right now. 
If you're somebody who does not have the time or the desire to sit in a chair and hold a book in your hands and read, I got you. I'm turning all of my books into audiobooks on Audible. So you can listen while you're driving and when you go to the gym and while you're doing the laundry and whatever it is, you can multitask and you can be improving your life. That's why I've written every single one of my books. I'm so excited to announce that Succeed Because of What You've Been Through is now on audio, on Audible. So is the prayer that covers it all. The keys to answered prayer, those are super quick listens and powerful. They are power packed. I want you to get those. All the rest are coming as well. Successful survivors, the eight character traits of survivors and how you can attain them. Acts of kindness, 101 ways to make the world a better place. How to get to awesome, 101 ways to find your best self. 30 days to happiness, the kindness quotient, love is action. They're all going to be audiobooks. Go to Audible and search for them. And step-by-step, create the life that you want to live, the life you deserve to live, the life you were, yeah, born to live. Thanks for joining us at the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. Listen, we do this for you. It's all about helping you live the purpose that you were born to live. Because when you do that, you get the peace and joy and good relationships that you strive to have. This is real success. So we hope that you'll share this with a friend, subscribe, and come back and see us next week. And we would love to hear from you. Go to findyourpurposenow.org. Thank you.